0: Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Two men. 15 minutes. Eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk.
1: His glory I will see. I will empty. Welcome. Text Talk. Edwin, it is Friday. It is Friday. In a very real sense, I think it is Friday.
0: In a very real sense. Not only in the sense that we are recording this on a Friday, but this will also be playing on a Friday.
1: Ah, Keen observation, (laughs) brother.
0: Uh, You know, we just remind everybody who's listening that we do uh, just to make sure that these are all ready to go on time. We record these way out in the future. That's one of the reasons we don't ever talk about current events, because we never know what's actually going to be going on on the day. But we know things are going on. I imagine there's there's, well, there's still going to be lots of things going on with this air. So we, we're praying for you, and I hope that you're praying for us. But here we are on our Friday. You're listening on your Friday, and we're going to be in Acts chapter 21.
1: All right, as we close out this week, Edwin, what is our final text?
0: I'm going to start in verse 27, and I am going to read to the end of the chapter. I am reading from the English Standard Version. When the seven days were almost completed, the Jews from Asia, seeing him in the temple, stirred up the whole crowd and laid hands on him, crying out, Men of Israel, help! This is the man who is teaching everyone everywhere against the people and the law and this place. Moreover, he even brought Greeks into the temple and has defiled this holy place. For they had previously seen Trophimus the Ephesian with him in the city, and they supposed that Paul had brought him into the temple. I want to go back and highlight that word Then the tribune came up and arrested him and ordered him to be bound with two chains. He inquired who he was and what he had done. Some in the crowd were shouting one thing, some another, and as he could not learn the facts because of the uproar, he ordered him to be brought into the barracks. And when he came to the steps, he was actually carried by the soldiers because of the violence of the crowd for the mob of the people followed, crying out, away with him. As Paul was about to be brought into the barracks, he said to the tribune, may i say something to you and he said do you know greek are you not the egyptian then who recently stirred up a revolt and led the four thousand men of the assassins out into the wilderness paul replied i am a jew from tarsus in cilicia a citizen of no obscure city i beg you permit me to speak to the people And when he had given him permission, Paul, standing on the steps, motioned with his hand to the people. And when there was a great hush, he addressed them in the Hebrew language, saying, And we'll get the rest of that next week.
1: Wow. Thank you for that reading. Um, Definitely a cliffhanger there. Looking forward to next week, seeing what he has to say. So as we close out the week here and we review, that was kind of a lengthy passage. So there's a lot to unpack here. We see that Paul has been arrested. Mm. Fascinatingly enough, if you recall yesterday, as way of review, he was in the temple offering, making an offering, and yeah,
0: he's he's actually trying to demonstrate that it's okay for these Jews to keep obeying the law, and these guys get all upset about, oh,
1: he's saying you don't do this, and he's bringing Gentiles in. It's crazy. It's the total opposite of what he was doing the day before. So very fascinating uh, that that's going on here. But if you want to hit on the supposed thing, you can do that now.
0: Oh well, I just you know that just. uh, that's one of the things that it says, you know, when people want to be opposed to Christianity, any excuse will do. They didn't have to see something. They, they could just suppose something. Ah, we've seen this guy with a Gentile in town. I bet he brought that Gentile into the temple. He's as you just pointed out, he's going into the temple with four Jews. He's offering sacrifice with four Jews. He's not there, which means something. They don't see Trophimus, the Ephesian in, in the temple. They don't see that at all they suppose and when folks are against christianity any any excuse will do
1: wow that's all too true Mm. well as we kind of draw that reading there to a close i think there's something that we could miss if we're not careful Mm. uh in passing and so what i want us to notice here is that paul is given he takes hold of an opportunity to speak out uh as he's being arrested so do you have any thoughts on that huh that's amazing
0: I like the way you word that. He takes hold of an opportunity because in my head, it does not seem like much of an opportunity. He's he's being accosted, he's being beaten, folks are pulling him in different directions. I really without if we what we might miss is his life is actually threatened here. This is the reason why the, the, the soldiers come in because they see that his life is threatened. The soldiers is taking him away because what he's planning on doing is um, interrogating him via beating. And so, so to say that Paul took hold of an opportunity, because if I were Paul in this situation, Jackson, I don't know, maybe you're different from me, but if I were Paul, this is not something I view as an opportunity to take hold of. In fact, I regret, I'm thinking in my own mind about an experience that I had, I visited a false teaching congregation one time years and years ago when I was in Texas, and it was just hours, and I mean that literally. It was a Friday night. My friend and I got there at 7 o'clock. The doors were actually locked. We were about to turn away and leave. They were supposed to start at 7. We didn't want to get there early. We wanted to walk in right as it began. The doors were locked. We knocked on the doors. They weren't opening. We were about to walk away and think, okay, we've missed something. We misunderstood something. But there was somebody walking up the steps as we turned around to unlock the door. And over the next 30 minutes, people trickled in and they started worshiping the way they worshiped. The guy preached. He took a collection for like 30 minutes. It was just the craziest thing. And finally, as all this is done, we got there at seven, it's like 10 or 1030. And the person, and I mean, I am just tired. I am just this, okay, I'm almost wanting to get up and leave. The person says something, hey, do any of our guests have anything they want to say? Now, you want to talk about an opportunity? You know what that was? That was an opportunity. Yeah. I did not even see it as an opportunity. I was so wiped out. I was so emotionally drained and mentally drained. I just let it go. My friend who was with me, who was a younger Christian, I was preaching at the time. I was a much younger fellow than I am now. But, you know, here was a fellow that I was trying to mentor and disciple and work with. And he's like, why didn't you say anything? And you know the truth is cuz unlike Paul even though here's this golden opportunity I didn't even see it as an opportunity. Here's this thing Paul sees. And I'm just like how does he see this as an opportunity but even you as you read it said he takes hold of an opportunity. I mean this is this is a this is a fellow whose mind and thinking is constantly looking for how can I use this situation to proclaim and teach the gospel? And I fall short on that so, so much. But wow, Paul steps up and says, hey, can I speak? I want to talk. And he lets him. That's shocking to me. Is that shocking to you at all?
1: It is so shocking. It's so powerful. And uh, I'll go ahead and assume the role of Andrew here and say, if only we had video, everyone could see how my facial expressions as you went into that and they can know that I was surprised while you were talking. Um, It truly is a powerful, powerful statement of Paul's character and where his mind and heart were at all situations. And like we said, taking hold of the opportunity, it's almost as if he makes an opportunity. Like you said, this doesn't really look like an opportunity, but Paul, in his determination and zeal for the gospel, makes an opportunity and creates uh, the ability for him to speak.
0: And God lets him. Absolutely. That, that's one of the other things here. I see Paul's character, his personality. I also see God's permission and providence. Because honestly, even even as I'm reading this, and I know this is what Paul does, and I know this is what's going to happen, I still, even as I'm reading it, think, how did this get to be an opportunity for this? How, God, it's, it's, it's God, it's gotta be God. Why would the guy let him? I mean, he has no reason to let this fella uh, speak to the crowds, but he does. And I don't know what God's involvement was. I I mean, I can't say, I, I think sometimes one of the problems we have today is we spend so much time talking about the how that we miss the who. And I think the who here is, is that God is behind this, his providence. He is, he wants this to happen. Which actually, as I'm thinking about it, Jackson, takes us back to when you were here earlier in the week. We were talking about the will of the Lord. That makes me think about about that. He was coming into Jerusalem, and he was saying that he was willing to be imprisoned and to die. And the people said, okay, well, then whatever the Lord's will is. The Lord's will was not merely that Paul would suffer, that he would be imprisoned, that he would be arrested. The Lord's will was, through these things, I'm going to let the gospel get taught in some amazing scenarios in some different situations. And here's, here's really the first one. The entire crowd who has gathered together because they have misunderstood what Paul is teaching in the gospel now gets an opportunity to hear it. Now, now most of them aren't going to get it, but they get an opportunity to hear it. That's the Lord's will the Lord's will is that it gets said, that it gets spoken. And I think we have to see the opportunities we have, not just on Sunday to preach to the congregation, but when conversations come up and we get to talk to people, when it's all said and done, rather than thinking how awesome I am, because look at how I did this. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the opportunity. Preaching is a gift, Jackson. The opportunity to share the gospel with folks, that is a gift. It's a gift that, that you and I and the folks who are listening get to be get to participate in and, and giving thanks to the Lord for these opportunities that we are given. It's uh, we, we need to be on top of that.
1: Amen. Absolutely. I was in the car with Andrew uh, two days ago. Yeah, this is, you better know where you're going when you get in the car with Andrew. <laughs> no, um, I don't remember what the topic was of conversation was but Andrew did make the point he said and that was when i believed there are no coincidences <laughs> and uh in a real sense of that you know that was lighthearted and humorous but in a real sense you look at a situation like this and you just cannot help but simply be amazed at god's uh, ability and willingness to intervene here and make sure that his will is done and again like you said people sometimes get caught up in the how rather than the who and the who is God, and so, if the who is God, it doesn't matter the how. It's Oftentimes it, was it doesn't,
0: and I understand there are places for that discussion because of error that gets taught about how God works, and I mm-hmm. and I, I want to make sure that we don't ignore that. But but primarily, it's it's give the glory to God because God is the who uh, we've been to 1 Corinthians I think a couple of times this week there's a lot of connections here I'm thinking of 1 Corinthians chapter 3 where Paul as he's talking to the Corinthians talks about the opportunities he had there and then the opportunities that Apollos had there and he says there in 1 Corinthians chapter 3 something along the lines of you know I'm nothing Apollos is nothing the the one who is something is God who gave us the opportunities we're just servants we're just servants who took the opportunities as God gave them what a powerful mindset what a powerful god glorifying god thanking outlook on the role of being a minister of the word of god of being a gospel proclaimer
1: and not just powerful it's motivating because it's fantastic thought to to be assured that god enables us to carry out these opportunities that he gives us
0: and so so in what ways does it motivate you then as you're as you're thinking that through
1: Because I have no doubt that whatever consequences I may face, just as Paul did in this situation with his arrest, whatever consequences we face, if the Lord's will is being done, that's a victory for us. That's a victory in Christ, absolutely.
0: And the Lord's will is that his gospel be proclaimed.
1: Yeah, amen.
0: The Lord's will, of course, and now, well, we don't have time now to get into the various kinds of God's will. But, of course, God's God's will for us is to proclaim that gospel and for people to surrender to it. But whatever they bring back to us, you know when I've been successful? I've been successful when I proclaim the will of God. The fact is, we're going to watch, the, or excuse me, read this sermon next week, and we're going to see the reactions. And the reactions overall are negative. They start yelling and hollering, and it's another one of those places where Andrew is going to remind us that almost nobody gets to finish a sermon in Acts. He's going to be hauled off into prison, and it's going to seem negative, 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 negative. People are going to push against, push against, push against, and we might think that Paul failed. We walk away from studies where we proclaim the gospel and people have rejected it and say, well, better luck next time. No, not better luck next time. You actually preached the gospel. I hope next time you are just as successful as you were this time. You preached the gospel. You preached it true. You preached it to people. Look, that's between them and God, how they're going to react. You didn't fail. You succeeded. They failed. But when we preach and proclaim and we teach the truth, we have succeeded. It's not better luck next time. It's I hope that just like this time, you preach it, you preach it true, you teach it, you reach out. Thanks a lot for being here with me at the end of the week, Jackson. Folks, we we are so glad that you're able to listen in. We'd love to hear what you're learning from the text. Maybe you're reading someplace else and you're learning something completely different. We'd still love to hear about it. Text talk at christiansmeethere.org, text Talk at org. You can email us. We'd love to have a conversation with you. Go ahead and wrap up the week with a prayer, Jackson.
1: Heavenly Father, Lord, we are so grateful to you for your mercy and for your providence, and we are so thankful that you use us as your servants and that you create these opportunities for us to take hold of, Father, to, sh- to spread your will and to spread the love and gospel of Jesus Christ. Father, we pray that as we go into the coming weeks, and we, although we do not know what tomorrow may hold, we pray that your will would be done and that we would be able to take hold of the opportunities and make opportunities to spread the gospel of Jesus. This is our prayer in his name. Amen. Amen.
0: Remember to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast so others can learn about it more easily. Have a great day. A whole week without outtakes. That is, wow. I, I I mean, I love outtakes. We need outtakes.
1: Well, you did say something, and I almost got you there. You said, <laughs> when I, uh, no, I don't remember. <laughs> it was good, though. It was because you made a really profound point, and I didn't want to, like, toast it. But you said something about, when, I be, when I've been successful, and I was like, I was thinking, have you been successful? Ooh, and so, but then you said, it was, it was due to the grace of God. So I was just like, okay, all right, I'll leave it be. <laughs> I appreciate that. You're welcome, brother.